Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And that must finish it. It must finish it. Taylor trying to catch himself. Using his jab. Eats a right hand. Another right hand. And he goes down. Oh, my goodness. The dream is made real. Ricky Hatton rocks the world with a truly stunning win over a modern legend. He is the champion of the world. Welcome to another edition of Raps on TV. Thank you to all the listeners from around the world that are participating as usual. Special thank you for all those that are actively calling week in, week out. Unfortunately, Kojo, Kojo can't be with us. He's out sunning himself on his yacht. But I'm joined by my co-host Tom. And also in the studio, we've got a highly respected boxing journalist, guru. Palm Guru, <laughs> Palm Palm Garaya of TKO Pro Box Respect. Have I got that one right? <laughs> Yeah. Pro Box Respect TKO. Pro Box Respect TKO. Tom, that was you. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's been another exciting week and what's been an incredible year for British boxing. We've had Frank Warren's MTK card out in Belfast, topped by Carl Frampton. And of course, the other big news that came out yesterday was that Tony Bellew and David Hayes' rematch is officially cancelled with Hay tearing his bicep. And we'll be asking, is Frank Warren catching back up with Eddie Hearn now? We'll, uh, so get calling in on 01506 243 403. And okay, as I just said as well, Palm Palm is here, looking hot, sweating, running down from Piccadilly Station. Palm, you got something to say? Yeah, I need to get on. Oh, he's still getting ready, still getting dressed, still getting dressed for the party. <laughs> so anyway, let's just crack on with the let's crack on with the show. Um, start get drove straight into the Frampton Frampton card. Frampton return after eleven months at Tom successfully defeating Mauricio Garcia. What did you make of his performance? Uh, I, I thought Frampton. I thought Frampton looked quite poor in there. To be honest, uh, he took a lot of shots off an opponent. He was he was assumed to not get a nice looking knockout against. I mean, that was the aim. I think he was brought in as someone for Frampton to look good against, uh, and it was quite tough. I mean, a lot of people had it level. You know, uh, with eight rounds gone, uh, Frampton. You know, it wasn't a real knockdown, but. Yeah, Frampton, I'm not sure if he's the same fighter he once was. He looked a bit slower. He was getting pinned up on the ropes badly at times. And could that, could that be due to the time he was out of the ring? Is that a possibility or do you think that's just an excuse? Uh, I think you've got to take the time out into an account. But you think a fighter who's meant to be, you know, after that win against Santa Cruz, people have Frampton in their pound-for-pound lists. Mm-hmm. And you think a fighter on that level, if he's still on that level, should be taking someone like Garcia out, who did well but was a basic-level fighter compared to someone like Frampton. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, I, I can see it like that, but I think, I think, I, I mean, I personally would give him the benefit of the doubt. I think mm. he's been at the ring for a while. I think he looked gassed more than anything because yeah, the first definitely. few rounds he, he done brilliant, mm. right? You know, first yeah, few he rounds he's great done, in the first few. You know, rounds, first few yeah. rounds, and he just lost his energy after yeah. that. You know, and this guy, you know, due to his lack of energy, this guy just started grinding him down. He's just pushing him back, wasn't he? You know, he just looked the stronger fire, and I, I think that's what it was. You know, he's still relatively young. And I think, you know, going to the next fight, I think we're going to see a true return. Plus, look, he's, he's just changed over to a new trainer as well. So probably new things coming into his game, you know. So all, all kinds of changes. So, I mean, overall, I think for his first fight back after a long time as well, I, 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 think, I think it was an okay performance. What about you? What about you, Palm? You ready now? Still getting dressed. He's putting his, <laughs> put his, his makeup on. I think, I do think the point's got to be made, though, with Frampton is that it was a long layoff. It is a complete change with uh, his promotion, his trainer. But uh, you got to say, he, he looked a, a kind of almost a different fighter in there after those first two rounds. I mean, you go to Saunders-Akovov, 
and Saunders, you know, he put on so much weight and he was really poor in that fight. Could Frampton hasn't blown up like that. I mean, could you really, should someone of his level be gassing out after three rounds? I mean... Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I suppose that's, that's 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 the story that's been sold to us, anyway, isn't it? Mm, I think you know with a new coach, surely he'd want to be the co- the new, uh, Jamie Moore would want him in prime condition for yeah. his show off bout. I suppose. I suppose it's after uh, when, we, when we see his next fight. I think we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna know know the truth of the what's happening. You know, what I mean, if he, if, yeah. he, if he's now faded. This, I mean, I, I, what, I mean, I can't see. It's not been really real battles for him to be coming down the other side of his career. You see what I'm trying mm. to say? People usually start coming down up side when they've been in big wars and stuff like that, which I don't think he's really been in. Well, you know, there's nothing to suggest in his career that you know, besides being out for such a long time, that, you know, why the performance wasn't as good as we'd expect from someone like Frampton. Yeah, well, when Koja and I, when we, we briefly discussed this fight last week, and we were saying that Frampton, you know, he's cut down, he was doing 250 rounds of sparring, now he's only doing 100 rounds, and, it, you know, he talks about retirement a lot. Is is he looking for? A, is he looking to sort of get a few money fights and get out of boxing? I think that's probably the case. What do you, how do you think Frampton fair going up against the other champions now? Because obviously the main goal's got to be reclaiming a world title. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Well, I think he's going to probably fight one of the probably someone like Lee Selby. I think that's how yeah. it's been. I mean, when Frank Warren was talk, talking after the fight, I think the only two people was probably referring to well, might be referring to Valdez as well. But to me, it looked like he's referring to Selby, which is a very likely fight. Yeah, that that could happen very That'll easily. The Warrington Selby fight is going to happen yeah. first. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, I mean, whoever wins from those two ultimately will fight Frampton, no doubt yeah. about it. That would be a big pay per view fight, I reckon. You know, um, so. How would he fare? I mean, someone would still like Selby. I think would have boxed him personally. Well, yeah, based on the performance recently yeah. as well. You could you could say that Selby would just box him the whole way around. He yeah. wouldn't even let him get in close. Warrington, to I don't think so. I think Warrington would probably get stopped by Frampton. In my personal opinion, um, uh, and Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, I think would have you know on that on that on that day. I think you know Santa Cruz would have taken him out. Yeah, I think the Santa Cruz. I said last week as well. I, th- I think that. So I, I'm not just changing it based on how he looked this week, but I think the Santa Cruz wins the rematch if yeah. they do fight again. Yeah. Um, Scott Quigg. So, I mean, so do you think he's on the slide, Tom? Uh, yeah, I think I think he is. I think he is on the slide. I think he is on the slide. I think that. I mean, he's just—he's a fighter. He's—he's he's winding down in his career. I think you know he's seen the other side. He's changed promoters. No one—it's never really come out what the problems with McGuigan were. So it's—it's it's hard to say on that. But obviously, you know, you would imagine it's money problems. Yeah. I think he's moved to Warren. He wants the big paydays, and I think he is on the slide. And the desire is not there like it once was. Right, he's just finished putting his earrings on. No, no, he's got his earrings on now, and. Uh Palm is ready to go, all dressed up, ready to party. <laughs> Evening, guys. How are you? Oh, I'm good, Palm. Yeah, so we were talking about Frampton. Yeah. And Tom here thinks he's on the slide. I'm saying he's been out of the ring for a while. What do you think? What did you make of his performance from the weekend? Um, I, I agree with Tom, actually. Um, I Honestly, guys, it's just been a crazy weekend. I actually haven't seen the Frampton fight. I've just read the reviews. Um, I actually think... Uh, he lost a lot of heart after the last Santa Cruz fight. Um, and personally, I think if Santa Cruz had fought the same fight he did in the second one as he did in the first, he'd be 2-0 up and we wouldn't probably even talking about trilogy. Mm. Um, for me, I think, uh, I don't know, I've always felt it, but I think after the weekend's performance, unless he pulls something out, he's got more left in the tank, I think Selby beats him. Mm. Yeah, honestly, and I've always felt that even before the weekend's yeah. performance, yeah. really, guys. I agree with that. Yeah, and Selby's huge at the weight as well. And Frampton, yeah. he looked tiny compared to his opponent. His opponent looked yeah. massive. T- he was, yeah, huge. And he was bullying yeah. him really at times on the yeah. up against the ropes. So he looked like a lightweight, that guy. Yeah, he and he big. and Frampton's talking about going up and becoming a three-weight world champion. I mean, you know, Frampton against the likes of Javonta Davis. I mean, you know. That'd be crazy, I think. That'd be uh, awful for him, yeah. Well, we, we, we saw him against Liam Walsh in May uh, at the Copper Box, and yeah. he's, a, he's a beast, that guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. Scott Quigg was commenting on the fight, and there's rumours he may be switching to Frank Warren. Would you like to see that rematch? Uh, me, personally, no. I don't think it makes for a great fight. I don't think it, the first one was particularly that 
amazing. Um, it's funny, I think maybe maybe Quigg's a little bit more fresher than Frampton, or maybe he's got still a little bit more desire than Frampton, but I don't know how that fight would pan out se- uh, second time round, guys, to be honest. So when you say that, are, are you saying you feel that Frampton, he's, he's made money, he's lost his desire, heart's not really in it anymore? Is that, is that, is that how you see it? Yeah, I, I just don't think their, their styles make a... a great fight I, I didn't particularly enjoy the first one and, and but, i'm not sure I've but is that what is that because quig just didn't start quick enough and he was saying that in a fight he said look i've got my tactics wrong I was too slow to start you know surely if you start stronger the second time round, it could be a better fight you know what i i personally think uh and you know i'm obviously with the pro boxers but i'm all about respecting pro boxers or any boxers but um i i i t- Something about Quig and his style um, reminds me a little bit of Ricky Burns as well, who, mm. who obviously was a three-time world champion. But I, I think they they can't really adapt their style. Um, and, and I think if he fought Frampton again, it would probably be the same result, to be honest. I can't see what he's going to do any different. Mm. Where are you, Tom? I think, I think it'd be a much closer fight between Quig and Frampton this time round. I think that, obviously, Quig, he was it a broken jaw he got in the second mm. round of that fight. And he Quig was coming on strong. Frampton was slightly gassing in that fight, and Quig was coming on strong. I think that Quig, Quig is still improving. Don't know how much of a difference going out to America has done for him and his career. But, you know, from Freddie Roach, Joe Gallagher, you know, yeah. it's probably done something, maybe. So <laughs> I'm surprised Freddie hasn't uh, called out Mayweather for Quig. <laughs> he seems to do that uh, any any new fight he takes on. But yeah, maybe you know he seems maybe. refreshed. I think I think it'd be close rematch, and I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable going. I wouldn't put a bet on Frampton on that fight and feel comfortable about my money. Um, and I'm you you mentioned uh, something about Quig coming back to. Uh, or, or going to Frank Warren. Where, where is he currently? I, d- I don't know. Well, he's still with Matchroom, isn't he? Because he, okay. f- he fought on the Monaco card. I'm just oh. saying he, w- he was commentating on, on Box Nation. Okay. Which is yeah. interesting, you know. Hmm. Given, you know. And all the featherweights are with Warren at the yeah. moment, so it would be the sensible move for him. You know, the thing is, just, you know, Frank Frank Warren seems to be building up his stable again. You know, a lot of fighters, James DeGale's now, you know, well, I don't know how long he's there for, you know, but he's definitely fighting now for Frank Warren. CLB's probably got a Selby's couple of fight contracts, well, mm. you know, so it seems like a lot of top tier fighters are coming over to France and the BT money is obviously doing wonders for him. I think, you know, there's a lot of, there's a quite a bit of criticism on Twitter. They started to nick Matchroom's production techniques in the Sweet Carolina, but that Sweet Carolina, they've been singing that on Frank Warren shows for a long time now. Right, they're in the small you know hall I mean? shows as well. So Do you know what I mean? I don't no, think I don't. It's a lot of casuals coming in there, you know, all the Matchroom casuals that like to go and sing in that. Guys, he's been doing it just as long as well. Right. I, d- I, d- I don't know what's um, you mentioned briefly about. Um, you know, is Frank Warren uh, making ground again on Eddie Hearn? I, th- I think he's always been there, but nah. the, 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 the quality of his cards, especially in the last couple of years, has been phenomenal. But I think what surprises me is that they're not still able to fill out arenas like the Copper Box, which isn't huge. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. when you look at back at May, and there's a co-promotion with Floyd Mayweather and Frank Warren, two of the biggest promoters in the world. They had you know Leo Morris, Chavonta Davis, Anthony Yard. Uh, you know loads of great fighters on that card. How could they not fill out that arena? I think it's just the way they promote stuff. You know, Sky's got massive budget. You know they've got billboards everywhere. They're running Facebook campaigns. Yeah. They've got podcasts. They've got TVs. You know they. You know it's just a bigger platform, isn't it? They 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 drum up their interest. They drum it up. You know, they would have like press conferences. They'll be out on the road, all kinds of stuff. You know, they, whereas Box Nation doesn't seem to do that. Frank Warren doesn't do that. A lot of people can learn from that, which is why Eddie Hearn's probably gone to America as well. You know, mm. see, it's not done in America. I, I think it'd be a huge hit out there, guys. I don't know what you think. I think he's a huge hit. He's uh, he's 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 a walking encyclopedia, and he's let's face it, he's got charisma. He loves yeah. the camera, and the camera loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's a boy, isn't he? I think yeah. he'd need a big superstar <laughs> yeah. uh, aside from Danny Jacobs to keep it going over there. As I think, if yeah. Jacobs gets shut out from those major well, middleweight, you fights. say this right, you say this right. But listen, right, a few years ago, Kelbrook wasn't a superstar. He was with mm. Warren, right? Yeah. Tony Bellew, I remember I was at a charity do, right, in a, in a in a Frank Warren charity event somewhere, right, and he was boxing on that. He <laughs> was boxing at a charity event, yeah. right? So what I'm trying to say is Eddie Hearn makes stars, right? Scott Quigg was unknown, right? But when he fought Frampton, that was almost like a domestic super fight, yeah? Yeah. So he does that. 
he creates these personas. Yeah, you see what I'm trying to say. You know, he's he's taking these people that are not really well known before, and he creates a persona for them. He sells a story. You would do that with Jacobs, right? Everyone's got a story. Jacobs nearly yeah. died from cancer. Bang, bang, bang. You know, everyone's got a story. Deontay Wilder. If he was, with, I'm just saying. You know, mm-hmm. if he was with Matchroom, he would say, the, you know, guy wanted to become an athlete, wanted to play basketball, daughter becomes ill, goes into boxing, mm-hmm. struggles. Now he's a, you know, see. I agree with that, but I think that since Box Nation have teamed up with BT, I think they're doing exactly the same thing now. See, yeah. I, I disagree. I think Frank Warren fell way behind Eddie yeah, Hearn. Well behind. I think he fell way behind. And since the BT deal started, I mean, he, I think he's almost caught up. You see, with the Bell you hay falling through again, he's got Saunders going out and fighting Lemieux. Uh, he's got, I think he's got his charity card again. I mean, Hearn doesn't really have much going on for the rest of the year. He's And you've got to say that Frank Warren's had some great fights this year. And and if we do see uh, the return of the big man, Tyson Fury, let's not forget uh, him, Hennessy, uh, Peter Fury. They've got a, quite a close affiliation with Frank Warren Do you know, I think, well. Ty- I think Tyson Fury will go to Hearn, yeah. Yeah, he wants the Joshua fight, I saw mate. there was a rumour today saying that Tyson Fury might not even be training with Peter Fury. It's still not determined. The thing yeah. is, right, going on on, on that point, I've, I know we could, we could have covered that with like the Bellew thing because he wants to pipe his, pipe, pipe his name, name in there as well. But I've never liked Hennessy as a promoter. I just don't think he does any promoting at all. He does, he does zero promotion, right? Someone like Fury shouldn't have to be on Instagram saying controversial things to make his name get, get into the public domain. Mm. I think sometimes he just does that to get his name out there. Whereas someone like Eddie Hearn, he creates those personas, you know what I mean? His, his yeah. people put out those videos and the promotional videos and, and their pictures and they train them up with things like this. They get media trained, right? He just doesn't do that. Tyson Fury, man, that guy should be a worldwide superstar with his personality and what, he's, what he achieved, right? You know what I'm trying to say? So Hearn, Hearn is a perfect fit for Matchroom. I mean, Hearn and Fury, sorry, Fury is a perfect yeah, fit for Matchroom, yeah. I, 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 Mar- I think. Anyway. Marriage made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Back to back to uh, the Frampton card. Yeah, back to the Frampton card. Jamie Condon came up short against Jerwin Ancas, stopped in the sixth round. What did you guys make of the fight? I mean, I don't know this guy, right? But he he, he looked he looked he a looked force, great, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, you know, you see, you know, when they talk about levels, this was levels. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Just fucking ruined Condon, man. Mm, you know, yeah. just, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, it was just different levels. Absolutely battered him, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, he was like, it was a bit. It was sort of like a sad dog when he'd get up and then he yeah. sort of carry away, but he could yeah. not get up. But yeah. he was, he didn't want anything for you know. Uh, even in the first round, he was knocked down in the first round with a sort of like a body shot that hit him. Yeah, you know, it went down much later on. You, I think it showed the difference between someone like Conlon and those top guys because obviously Superfly is such a great division at the moment, and I think you got to say Conlon's a way off there. We've uh, we've got one of our young fighters in that division as well, having Charlie Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's a Well, he wants the match-up with Cal Yafai, doesn't he? Well, but I, was gonna say, I don't think Yafai wants to give him that. He's 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 been there already, and he's, I think it was in, in his ninth professional fight, put up a, a valid effort, didn't he, on the uh, Golovkin undercard, didn't he, mm. for the world title. But that was at flyweight. Do you think do you think Yafai has any chance of beating uh, Gonzalez? Charlie? Um, uh, Cal Yafai. So we're talking about... The, so going to Superfly division... Yeah. You know, you've got some great names in there. You've got Kalia Fire from the UK, obviously. Rung Vasai, uh, the WCP champ. Gonzalez still in there. Inui from Japan, that monster. Yeah. Um, how yeah, does... And they're doing that new super fly card as well, which is, I think, the mandatory for Rung Vasai is Estrada. Right. And uh, I saw, I'm pretty sure they're trying to get Yafai Ancas for that card because that'll be over in America on HBO. Cal Yafai versus Ancas. Yeah. That would be a yeah. serious fight. That'd be a serious fight. And again, I think Cal, you'll take Cal 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 Eddie Hearn, so I think that could be, a, Fai, yeah. could be a huge fight again, couldn't it? Yeah. I think yeah. the problem with Yafai is he doesn't look like he's a very hard puncher, and I know that he's got trouble with his hands, and yeah. he, he doesn't look like he's got the power compared to, I mean, Rungvisai's huge when he was fighting Gonzalez. And well, I to be honest, I think he's of that size. I think Gonzalez. Gonzalez has come up multiple divisions, mm. so I think when he came up, I think he was just too small for the do guy. Do you not think Ancas against Yafai? Do you not think An- Ancas looked huge compared to Condon? I think I'm not sure if Yafai is on the same. You see, when Charlie Edwards, uh, where was it Casemiro that he lost yeah, to? That's right. And he was saying when he was here, he was saying how was, he'd never felt someone hit so hard. I think you, I think it could be the same case for Cal Yafai when he some comes up against like, some these of these Filipinos. Guys. You know they're trained hitting trees, mate. <laughs> Have you seen Kickboxer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. They, they, mate, they punch trees. Yeah. yeah. And and as you say, a lot of them, maybe maybe we haven't heard of the names, like mainstream names, but 
probably in the next twelve to eighteen. Well, like Manny Pacquiao. No, no, but not, 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 not. I don't, I don't mean just Filipino, but even the guys on the on the weekend. You know, these they could be involved in some huge fights. I mean, let's face it. Maybe three or four years ago, we didn't really hear of Linares, and now he's one yeah. of the superstars of boxing. Mm. You know, yeah, it's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. And enough. Solani Tetti was also well. He's sort of in, in a way, even though it was an Irish card in Belfast, he almost stole the show with his world record knockout. Yeah. Uh, of Sibaniso Gonya, I think I'm not quite sure on that I think one. You're but on that. <laughs> That's why we left it to you. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, obviously the Tete was fighting in Belfast because Warren desperately wants him to get that Burnett fight before he said he'll pay his purse. Do you think that fight can happen? Firstly, and do you th- if it does, which is probably unlikely, but if it did, theoretically, who would you see coming out on top? I think Tete, man. I think Tete will finish him. Tete is just a mate. Tete for me is one of those top fighters like Rigondo, uh, Rigondo and Lomachenko. He's I see him on that level. I remember when Paul Butler was being touted as one of these top, top, top British fighters. Yeah, he's a world champion. Tete came over from South Africa, man, and gave that boy a lesson. Do you remember mm. that? Yeah. Yeah, so that's when he came and that's after that Frank Warren signed him up, you know. He's just of a different calibre for me. I think Tete all day, man. I think Ryan could potentially, uh, you know, m- maybe take that fight, and I, I would still say maybe maybe a year, eighteen months away from that fight. But you know, credit due to him, he's a unified world champion. You know, he's not somebody who's just talking. Exactly. Talk. Yeah. So you can't so say, you know, like when you've got you know? two belts, right? You can't be yeah. asking for time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, you've got the belts. The pol- the politics are going to come playing this, isn't it? Let's let's be honest, yeah. right? You got Box Nation, Frank Warren on one side, Sky, Eddie. Even if they make yeah. the fight, who's going to broadcast? And the idea for the idea for Eddie of losing Burnett, who's, you know, his Warren's sort of trying to take over in Belfast, and he's got Burnett, which is his sort of... Belfast cat, you know, boy, yeah, yeah. That's his counter to that. Yeah. And if, if Tete goes over, beats uh, beats Burnett in Belfast, that, I mean, Warren's going to be... He's going to be running around laughing his head off, isn't he? And of Hearn's not going to even want to take the risk of that, even if he thinks Burnett wins, I don't think. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? These days, social media puts a lot of pressure on people, right? And if, you know, it depends how Tete comes out of this. If it keeps on putting pressure... Pressure might, you know, force Bennett to face, you know. Yeah. It's like what's happening with Wilder and Joshua. Yeah. You know, mm. a lot of people will say Joshua was avoiding Wilder. It's really the social media pressure to some extent that's probably pushing them for getting to well, getting into negotiations at the moment, you we've, know. We've had some social media wars about that, haven't we? I think your yeah. family, uh, Camp Wilder and I have been in Joshua's. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm straight down the middle, man. Like, Kojo is a Wilder fan, you yeah. know, he's, he's Wilder all day, yeah. you, you're he probably know. Joshua. He knows everything I'm, about Wilder. Like, he knows everything. <laughs> he knows. He's probably his own number. Well, yeah, exactly. Mate, he knows his waist size. That's a bit worrying, mate. Oh, he knows his waist size, his shoe size, everything, yeah. <laughs> honestly. I, you know what, I'm I'm a fan of both of those, but, I, you know, style-wise, I, I just think Joshua, Joshua's got it, he edges it. And to be honest, just going back to, I think, what we were talking about earlier when... Um, Eddie Hearn's over in the USA now. Yeah. I think he's listen. If you if you're talking about revenue, pay per views, all sorts, he's got the biggest star already. So if he mm. went over there, uh, I think the point we was making was over to be in the states. He needs a start, but he's got him, hasn't cool. he? Anti-Joshua. Guys, we'll let some of the lines through. So uh, <coughs> so hear what hear what some of our fans have got to say. Is it Kojo from Barbados? Mm-hmm. So we've got two five one two five one. Hello. Yeah, I did. Uh, Deep from below the bar TV, man. Hey, how you, doing, hey, uh, how how you, you saying, man? man? You all right? Hey, bud. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. How you guys doing? Very good, D. What What have you got to say, mate? Yeah, uh, weekend's boxing was quite interesting. Um, that Zolan Tete, he, he, that was what, the quickest knockout in a world title fight ever? Yeah, yeah. 11 seconds. So, like, yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, it was... When the fight started, I must have looked down at my phone for like one second, and by the time I looked up, I just saw the guy like unconscious on the you, floor. You, like, yeah, and he, he, he was unconscious for a while as well. You know, he was unconscious for a while. Yeah, he so was. That was a, that was, it was a one of those dangerous ones. Yeah. Um, slash lockdown. What about Frampton? What do you think about Frampton's performance, and is he on the slide? Well, I guess with Frampton's situation, you know, um, new coach leaving the McGuigans, new promotion team, so. I probably wouldn't analyze that fight too much and see 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 how he see how he comes out in his next fight. I think that'd probably be a better measurement of 
what's what's the situation with with Frampton? Yeah, that's 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 my view. I think Tom and Palm here saying they think he's uh, slightly washed up. Whereas I sort of like think I agree. Washed, <laughs> not washed up on the slide. He's added his own words. He's peaked. Yeah. He's yeah. peaked. He's peaked. He's, peaked. <laughs> he's coming down the other side of the mountain. He's, he's, he's nearly washed that's up. A, that's say. the way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> um, we also heard wow, about... brutal. We also heard about Hey Bellew and, 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 and Hayes decided to pull out again like like uh, Palm here at the wrong time. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you make What do you make of that? And uh, is, is this the end of Hay? Yeah, I think I think it's it's not good at all for Hay. Um, I think I think it's just too much wear and tear, too many training camps. Yeah, you can't you can't get through the training camps, and if he gets to the ring, he'll probably get injured in the ring. True. He pulled out from he's been notoriously known for for pullouts in in high profile fights. Mm-hmm. I, I think he needs to call it a day, man. That's yeah. what I really do think. Of know, and I think I think with that said as well. Would have been good if they put Dillian in against Bellew. What do you guys think about that? Mm. So who was that Dillian? What did you say? Yeah, I, I think that would, that would help. That would that would allow them to push that on a pay per view level. I, I think Dillian would be too up, big. Man. Can you imagine? Yeah, I think yeah, he'd be too big. I, though, don't, man. I don't think uh, Bellew really wants him. D and and to be honest, I think really uh, to be fair to Dillian, I think he really needs that WBC shot. The poor fellas fought two eliminators, <laughs> final <laughs> eliminators within yeah. like eleven months, and he's still waiting for a title shot. Yeah, that would be unfair. Yeah, so anyway, D, listen, thank you very much for calling and supporting me. I appreciate it. So if you just stay on the line, we've got a few more topics to discuss and we'll probably get you back on again. Ah, no problem. Cheers, mate. So we've got... So we've got... 860. 860. Hello? Uh, hello, lads. You all right? Yeah. Paul. Who's that, mate? Paul. How you doing, Paul? Hey, Paul, Hello, how you Paul. doing? Yeah. yeah, I'm good, are you? Yeah, good, man. Uh, question or statement? Good. Hey, just a bit of a statement from the Frampton weekend. Uh, I think Frampton, along with others, has, has slipped a bit. I do think he has. Uh, and I don't think... See, people are using the excuse that he was out of the ring for 10 months. He, was out, he might have been out of the ring for 10 months, but he wasn't out of camp for 10 months. He had a full camp leading up to that cancellation, mm. including the win. Mm. So he was he was ready to go. So he done absolutely everything apart from fight. So, so what do you think's gone wrong? What do you think's gone wrong, Paul? Is do you think he just lost his desire? Has he lost his heart? What, what what's gone wrong here? Uh, I think he's I think he fell out of love mm. with boxing a little bit because mm. you he. he and the fact that he's struggling with weight, he's not hes not big enough to go up to super feather, but he doesn't seem to be able to hit the feather. He seems to be that one or two pounds out. And if he went up to super feather, they'd be huge compared to him because he's, he's small hes small in frame size for a featherweight. Mm. Like you, you look at Lee Selby, he makes one, two, six, and he is massive compared to Carl Fampton. Yeah, I mean, if those two got it together, if the, if those two started fighting, uh, <coughs> Selby and Frampton, how 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 would how, how would that pan out? Do you think, Paul? I think uh, Selby would frustrate him because Selby's got something like a seven-inch reach advantage over Carl Frampton. Yeah. So if he, he'd just be able to keep him keep him at the end of the jab all night, and I just think he'd outbox him over the twelve. I think I think you're right, Paul. I think uh, Selby would put on a, a very uh, similar performance to Santa Cruz. I actually, th- I agree with you. I think he's lost his desire because if you think it was in his home city, he's recently signed with MT Global. Um, potentially could have a third fight with Santa Cruz or Selby. So the platform was there for him to shine, and and he just didn't, did he? No, no I agree. And Paul, he's going to have to have a fight now in the interim while Selby fights Warrington. So who, what sort of opponent would you like to see Frampton in with next? Do you think it's going to be another stay busy fight, or would you like to see him in there with someone serious? I'd rather see him someone serious, but along along the similar style to uh, Selby, because that, that, like I'm not being I'm not being horrible to Warrington, but I just cannot see any way past. Uh, Warrington getting anywhere past Lee Selby. I think Lee Selby yeah. beat him, beat him ten times out of ten. So it's going to be Selby and Frampton. So I'd rather Frampton rather than face a Mexican who's nothing like either Warrington or Selby. I think he needs to face 
a boxer like Selby? Yeah, I think he needs to start cashing out the domestic fight. I mean, there's big domestic fights here for him, isn't there? Both, you know, either Selby or Warrington will be a big fight for him, you know. You know, and, uh, yeah. you know, just say Selby comes through with Warrington, which is most likely likely to, and then he fights Frampton. After that, Frampton and Selby, um, Frampton and Warrington can still get it on. You know, there's there's good f- fights out there, Phil Wade, you know. You yeah, know, well, you get domestic. The, Wel- the Welsh ma- uh, Mayweather. The Welsh, <laughs> the Welsh Mayweather. And Galahad's yeah. desperately chasing the Frampton fight. It, yeah. Galahad as well. Kid wants it as well, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Paul, listen, stay on the line, mate. Uh, we're going to be talking about Hay and Bellew, and uh, we'll get you back on again later on. Yeah, no problem. Cheers, mate. Oh, right, guys, so we've got Hay Bellew to talk about. Hey, David Hay's body is broken down once again. The rematch has been cancelled. Is this the end of David Hay? And do you actually believe what's happened? Have you seen his statement? I've seen his statement. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that. So is this is this the end of him? And do you think he injured himself by falling down, as he says? No. Or he, I don't believe. Yeah, go back on. I don't. Well, I, I think is it. I think it is an accident. I don't think when he knows he's on the verge of potentially, he believes he can beat Tony Bellew. Um, mm. Where I don't know what were we about three weeks out of the fight. Yeah. 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 Something like that. He's going to get paid a, a lot of money again for the fight, and on the poten- on the back of it, listen, we may not think so, but there's a potential of a dust up with Anthony Joshua. Definitely. So I don't think he's done anything on purpose to jeopardise. I'm not saying fight. he's done it on purpose. Yeah. Right. I suppose what I'm saying is, is he's he, he's been injured a lot. Right. He got yeah. injured twice trying to get ready to fight Fury. Yeah. He got injured, and after that, he was pretty much out for a long time in the wilderness, right? Yeah. Then he came back, he'd done those two fights in the old 2 with Dave. Fort Bellew was really injured before the fight, clearly, you know, and, you know, and he got injured again, right? In this statement, what he's saying is, you know, he when, when I'm talking about someone getting injured, they might be, like, lifting some weights and they just rip a bicep or something, right? But he's saying, as he was sort of, like, doing jumps or something like that, he slipped and fell. And as he fell, he hurt himself, right? I think they've ha- they're having to say that to show that he's not just injury-prone now. As in, like, just from training, he can just damage himself. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I you think, know, I think I that, that's, that's the case. I mean... It- in a way, you could say it's it's almost irrelevant how the injuries happen because he, True. you know, he's got it either way now. I think, pardon me, right, you know, there's no way that he's going to want to pull out of that fight. He went into the first one injured, but he went into that injury because he knows that another pull out in his career is done. Because people Definitely. like Sky, they're not going to want to work with someone who they can't rely on, and he's already got that reputation. Yeah. So there's no way he's going to have pulled out of this fight if he would literally be unable to fight in any way at all. And I think D hit the nail on the head. Whether it's during training camp or whether it's potentially in the fight because it's happened you know it happened against Klitschko as well uh, with the with the toe it's happened now um, against Tony Bellew uh, in the, in the first fight so i think i think D hit the nail on the head for me that i don't think his body can is is up to it and i also think what 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 was sort of a bit weird for me was reading the fact that he may be back in training in the next two weeks yeah right which is let's say end of november but he's still talking about march or maybe may yeah. before the fight's made that's a long time away yeah you know one, one thing right when i when i think, think about david hay right you know a lot of people say look you know if Deontay Wilder fights joshua i know we come back to that thing again <coughs> and the longer it goes the more likely joshua's gonna be see i look at hay and i look at joshua and i say as as he gets older joshua is more likely to get damaged than then someone like Wilder. Wilder's just a lean guy. Mm. He's not packing mm. muscle, right? Mm. Whereas someone like Joshua is you know, piling on the muscles, clearly. He's doing a lot of that kind of anabolic exercises, you know, lifting weights, pushing himself. You know, at some point, and people like that, very athletic people, as you know, the, the the muscles take, you know, take a battering, the joints take a battering, the the knees take a battering, you know. Look look at yourself, Palm, right? Clear <laughs> clear <laughs> example. Clearly, right? yeah, yeah. You see what I'm the Kentucky. You know, yeah. you, you know, I think <laughs> Hay's always been injury prone though. I think I'm not I'm not sure, but I don't think Joshua suffered any major injuries at all so far, has he? I, d- I don't think no, he no, has. No, 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 no. I suppose what I'm trying yeah. to say is as you, get, as, as you get yeah. later in your we career. Know, I, yeah, I agree you know. that there'll be more likelihood of him getting yeah. more injuries, but I think 
hazed, you know, you get people who are, you know, side with any sport, you always get people but who are more explosive. injury prone. Like, it was very explosive. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that, Tom, because if you if you use uh, tennis as an example, you've got two great players in Roger Federer and Nadal, and Nadal's body takes a lot more exactly, punishment, yeah. um, and, and he has been in, in and out. But, you know, what you said there about Wilder and um, Joshua as well, um, you know, he, he is a very athletic guy. Um, me personally, I honestly feel if we could take David Hay back to, say, five years ago when he was in his prime, when he fought Klitschko, other than the injury, yeah. we have a lot of friends who who either Wilder or Joshua. I think he takes both of those guys out. Yeah, I think so. I honestly do. Oh, yeah, I think he does. He he's he's technically the movement, and he's 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 just a beast. And yeah. he, if he thinks he's caught you, mate, he's taking you out. Mm. Yeah, I think those days are over though now. It's got to be, mate. It's got to be. I mean, he's now thirty-six, and he's, yeah. now, he's, he's now Joshua looking at. Um, uh, he's looking at middle of next year. Yeah, and I think. Uh, well, I see. You th- the problem with that as well is actually with Bellew, I think, because Bellew's not looking to have any other fights. Bellew wants to cash out and retire as well. So you know, people are saying Diddy and White want. You know, Diddy and White wants the Bellew fight. Fury Bellew wants the Bellew taken. fight. Bellew doesn't want anything to do with that. Bellew wants the rematch with Hay, and he wants Bellew to retire. Bellew should have taken the Parker fight. <clears throat> See, I don't but think so. Bay, I think he po- right. Parker mauls him and knocks him out. I think, listen, let's, let's give Bellew some credit. Maybe his desire is not 100% there as well, but he knows, in his mind, I think him and David Colwell think, and, and probably they're right, they've got enough to beat Hay, but yeah. not any other heavyweight. So they've been smart, you, mate. Right, let's talk about Parker Joshua, right? Right? Do you think Parker can take Joshua? No. No. No? Why is Furious Adamant that Parker can take him on? Because his cousins lost him. Mm. You think that's it? And uh, and I think uh, you know, which is nice to see. I mean, we was up in Manchester. Um, they seem like they've got a very close bond, and I think that that's been because there's no been like you know trash talk, no bad blood between them. So I think they they've become pals in that as well. Yeah. And I think there was some Instagram picture. Yeah. Uh, I think you was in the picture, wasn't you? Yeah, just in the hotel room. room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and. Uh, Tyson Fury with his he was top the one off. with the belly rings. Yeah, with his belly. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, uh, to be honest, I think Huey uh, he, he outboxed him for twelve rounds, as we saw. And the thing is, if Joseph Parker was, I think if that was Joshua, he probably would have taken out Huey Fury. Oh, definitely. Well, I think a lot of heavyweights could have taken and, and, out. And Huey I've seen Fury the fight then. versus Takam and uh, Parker as well. And he for some, for a big guy who's like two hundred and fifty plus pounds, he doesn't seem to have that punch power either. Mm. No, mm. I don't. I think he's some way off the level of those top two. Yeah, Fury's been calling out Bellew as well. He's been calling out a lot of people. Um, well, he needs to lose. Two stone first. Yeah, I mean, is he coming back? Is he actually coming back, guys? I think he's definitely coming back. I think whether he comes back the same fighter as he left is, you know, almost certainly unlikely. You never know anything can happen, but it's unlikely they'll ever come back the same fighter. But I do think that he's definitely coming back. There's so much money in his return. There's no way he won't be back. I'd like to see him come back, but I'd like to also see him calling people out when he's 260 pounds and not like 320 pounds. Yeah. He has been training in the Hatton gym so uh, for a couple of weeks now. So I think has he it, he's had, been a couple yeah. of weeks though. Yeah, I think has he lost so. weight. He's been training with Tom Little's trainer, I think Ben, ben Davis. Yeah, yeah, in the Big Hatton gym. So I, I do think he's taking it seriously now. I think that he will be back because you know it's not just Tyson who wants to come back. The networks will want him back. His promoters want him back. He's he's the big star in British boxing outside of Anthony Joshua. So. Yeah, I mean let's be real. Like Fury and Joshua fight is bigger than Wilder Joshua. Yeah, you know, that's that is the super fight. Let's put some calls back for again. So we have got nine nine eight nine nine eight. Hello. 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 Hi. Who's that? Oh, hello, it's Michael. Michael, Ma- Ma- Michael, Sarah, how you doing, mate? You're right. Hello, Michael. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, sorry about last week. Uh, yeah, that's right. Up, you know, but um, I'm back. Michael, we've got a lot of complaints uh, about that. A lot of people were saying, "Where's Michael?" They only tuned in to hear to your history lessons, mate. So you can't, you, you can't do this, mate. You got, you got to keep on. You got to keep doing, man. So anyway, what are you going to talk about today? What are you going to talk about today, Michael? Uh, well, you know, um, whatever you'd like me to talk about. Maybe David A. Hey, like, Bell, you. you. Know? Um, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, the fight's happened again. I mean, it's been cancelled. I mean, A, to me, seems like, um, you know, he's just in injury-prone, accident-prone, whatever, you know. Um, he, you know, he's, he's pulled out again. I mean, you know, he made a lot of, ex- well, about the little toe excuse and the Klitschko defeat. 
Uh, now people are starting to wonder: is, is this is this a genuine uh, injury? Uh, I think it is. You know, I mean, mm. <laughs> he just uh, he's trying to get up the ladder. He wants to watch how he comes down the stairs <laughs> yeah. first. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, looking back on his career, I mean, you know, there's a lot of whatever you do in life, you've got people who love you. And you've got people who hate you, and you're always going to have knockers. You cannot. I mean, okay, he doesn't. Sometimes he, he he's he's let, brought a lot of stuff on himself. Um, the T-shirt that he wore prior to the Klitschko fight with the beheaded uh, Klitschko brothers, you know, him, him holding their heads. I mean, that was a disgrace. For okay, he's done, a, and he's had a few fracas before fights, like you know, with Derek Chisora, namely. Uh, you know, he, he has brought a lot of bad sort of like. Uh, attention to himself but um you know you, when you look back on his career as a whole i mean uh you know you know he's been he's been one of the great british fighters i mean you know it's probably not the greatest british you know but he's he's always been an exciting fighter he's a two-handed puncher you know and um a cruiserweight i mean he dominated but the thing is he um a lot of people i mean i think it was in boxing monthly magazine that they uh, ranked, did a top 10 heavyweight ranking, uh, cruiserweight ranking rather, um, after he beat Enzo Macronelli, and they actually, someone listed him as, I think he was either the greatest cruiserweight ever, or the second greatest. Now, the, <laughs> a lot of these um, so-called experts, um, they need to remember names like Carlos De Leon, who won the WBC Cruiserweight Championship um, an unprecedented four times. You know, uh, Aussie Jaws uh, Ocasio, who was another firefighter, who was classed as the cruiserweight Alfredo Benitez um, but um, no I mean you know he he came he, he was getting up there he turned pro he beat Tony Booth in explosive fashion uh, you know that great journeyman um, you know it, then he, he took on a big a big name in King Arthur Williams who yeah. was actually yeah. the a former IBF champion at the time he demolished him you know he was coming up leaps and bands and then he took on a guy called Carl the Cat Thompson and you know a lot of these people um, you know they they sort of like put A up there but you know, how can you rate A above Thompson, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Thompson got the win over him. That was more a case of... Um, experience, youthful, been experience, though? No, well, not so much. Experience, yes, but it was more a youthful exuberance on A's part because yeah. he went in there and he thought he could do a number. It looked a bit yeah. like Ali Foreman, if you like. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't the same tactics used by Thompson, but um, he punched himself out, and after yeah. five rounds, you know, Thompson he was he was a spent yeah. force, and mm-hmm. it's pretty much what led to his demise, uh, yeah. you know, in that fight back in Wembley. Uh, that was the first defeat on his record. Then he bounced back with that. He got the shot against a guy called Jean-Marc Marmec, who was, uh, the com- it was the combined WBA super WBA champion I, sh- mm. I must add mm. and WBC so he had the he, you know, he won that one he got off the floor won that one uh, got the WBA WBC championships and then the next fight was um, the big one against uh, Enzo Macronelli and uh, I believe that was the first ever time yeah. two British world champions have stepped in the ring in the unified title fight now a lot of people were screaming all over the phone or the radio and think no 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 it wasn't it was Nigel Ben Chris Eubank yeah that was Build as a WBC, WBO. So Michael, but, can I, Michael, um, can I, I believe Michael, Ben's ask you. WBC was on the line. Michael, quick question. Sorry. Quick, quick question before I go to another caller. No, of course. Um, so, of course. Uh, I mean, what, 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 what is this the end of hay? Do you think is this the end of hay? Uh, well, should it? But you can't say. Nobody can say that it's the end of end of hay because it's it's a, it's it's just an injury. You know, it's not necessarily a career threatening injury. It will will. It's a, it's just a bicep tear. You know, it will will. Mm. Uh, no, I don't think it's the end of hay at all. You know, but um, you know, he, he needs to obviously win. If he, if he loses against Baloo, then there's no way back for him. That's it. But yeah. but people would rather watch David A against Anthony Joshua than Tony Bellew against Anthony Joshua. And can I just add one quick thing? Um, that um, Bellew has been offered a fight against Dylan Sound White like Frank on Warren December there. 17. That's how, that's how Sorry, is Bellew. I've got Bellew, whatever you call him. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but... Oh, it's Dutch to me, but um, <laughs> he, he um, you know, this is, this is a fight, you know, I mean, you know, Dylan White, Bellew... Is, is, is just as competitive a fight as, as A. I mean, back in, I think it was when they fought March, I, I stated that A was going to blow Baloo away, and how wrong was I? Mm. You know, I was well off the mark there. But going into this fight, I, 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 you know, before the postponement, um, you know, I, I gave Baloo, um, I give Baloo a much, much better chance. Okay. Bell you, whatever you call him. Well, thank you, <laughs> well, thank you for, that, for that, Michael, and keep on supporting and speak, okay. to, you, speak to you next week, mate. Thank you very much for calling in. I will. Appreciate that, mate. Thank Cheers. you very much. Take Cheers. care. Bye bye.
Right, so that is Michael uh, giving us a rundown on um, the career of David Hay. Thank you very much. So quickly want to just just going back to what we started the show on, talking about Warren's uh, card in uh, Belfast. So are we saying, I mean, has Warren now caught up with Eddie Hearn? Is the gulf now smaller? See, like, I was looking at the stables earlier, and on with the main difference you've got to say is Matchroom signing these great young Olympians, but all their big stars, aside from Joshua, are all they're all on the decline, really, and yeah. perhaps Callum Smith, depending on what happens in the Super Series. Yeah. Whereas you look at Warren Stable and, you know, it's getting better every month. He's got new stars. You know, if the likes of DeGale and Selby stay, you know, if Saunders, if Saunders beats Lemieux and is in a Canelo or Golovkin fight that in up for the Sheesh. undisputed middleweight, that's massive in Las Vegas. Mm. He's got Tete, Yard and Dubois coming through. If, if, if they can persuade Golovkin, say Canelo, Golovkin, is going to fight and Canelo gets the free belts, can that be a Wembley fight in the UK? Then... No, that goes to Las Vegas, doesn't it? It's going to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. Why is it that the only person that anybody thinks can fill out Wembley is Joshua? It's crazy. Yeah. Because even when I think of like the Amir Khan versus Kel Brook fight, that's a huge fight. Why can't they make it into a Wembley fight? Yeah. Wembley Stadium? I don't think this, the pulling power of Saunders, though, over yeah, here is, that's the you thing. know, he's, he's, that's the thing, he's liked it? by hardcore boxing fans. Do the public even know who Billy yeah, Joe Saunders yeah. is? That's I'm, the thing. Oh, that's probably the thing, not, to be honest. But to fair play to him, he, you know, he's, he's gone over more than once. He went over to Ireland to beat Andy Lee. Yeah. He's now going over to Canada. Certainly, he must be getting more money to go over there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it. And anything. I hope he wins. The only concern is, obviously, because Lemieux's with Golden Boy, yeah. if, if Canelo picks up that other belt and <coughs> then fights Golovkin, you know, he ages Golovkin again, he comes in with the other belt. You can see what De La Hoya's plans are there, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably the reason. I don't think the Golovkin-Canelo fight will be signed until that Saunders fight is done. Mm. Um do they call? I don't know what they call it. Spanner in the works or devil's advocate or something. Yeah. Do you honestly believe Canelo Golovkin two will happen? I think so. I think there's too much money in it for it not to happen. I, I mean, I'm sure I, I've read something where Godola has come up with a statement where they're talking about discussions are already in place. Mm. It's going to be in the same place. They're looking around kind of Cinco de Mayo kind of date. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, <laughs> nothing to do with pay I mean, I don't <laughs> see any reason why they wouldn't. I mean, Canelo fought greatly last time. I mean, you know, um, Golovkin's aged even more. You know, I think Canelo goes as a favourite into this into rematch. He could have taken a lot of Golovkin out, out of Golovkin in that fight as well, because Golovkin's not really used to getting hit in the way that Canelo was hitting him. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I actually think from the other perspective. I, yeah, I think you guys are right. I, I actually think that that was a much better performance as as I thought it might be. Um, from Golovkin versus Canelo than it was uh, Golovkin versus Jacobs. I thought yeah. that was a better fight. Yeah. Better performance, sorry. Although Golovkin did come... He, Golovkin, I think Golovkin was nervous in the first few rounds of the Canelo fight. Yeah. And yeah. he did let those rounds go and maybe if he hadn't, he would have been able to get the proper decision. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What, did you think <laughs> Golovkin won that fight? I thought he did. Yeah. I, I gave it... I think it was even before they uh, the, the decision was uh, read out. Mm. I think I gave it 116-112. Yeah. Even, even if it was a bit closer, 115-112, I, I wouldn't have argued with that. But yeah. a draw. Cool. So, guys, let's do one more point before we're going to wrap up for the evening. Um, we've been seeing the whole Akoli Chamberlain build-up and, you know, they, they, they saw I like, had a bit of beef at, at your call recently and resulted in Eddie Hearn putting out a tweet saying... You know, let's let's. It's going to happen in February now. Um, who wins? That's an interesting one because mm. obviously Akoli's been brought in. Uh, he's an Olympian. Do you think? I mean, Chamberlain's been around for for a yeah. while. He's fought the likes of Wadi Camacho as well, mm. and he's beaten him. Do you think that fight's a bit too soon for Akoli? I think so. I think it's I too think soon knows for both that. of them. Really, I think it's too soon for both of them. I think if they fought tomorrow, I still think Akoli would knock out Chamberlain. And I know that's not a popular opinion with hardcore boxing fans. And I know people hate it when you say, look at the odds. Akoli's still a big favourite in that fight if it happens for mm-hmm. 2018. And I think that Chamberlain doesn't have the power compared to someone like Akoli. Akoli's, you know, he's a messy fighter. I think, you know, he might, he's not going to be able to compete at world level, perhaps, especially well, when you look at the cruiserweights at the moment. But I think Akoli would beat Chamberlain. And probably slightly, slightly more fluid in his work. Yeah, and I mean, he's an Olympian. People say how he's messy and Chamberlain's a much better boxer. But, you know, he's he's on the GB Olympic team. He's not as bad as people try and 
would like to say uh, is yeah I mean I think I think you're right I think this fight could be built up to be a lot bigger fight yeah in, 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 a, in a year's time well, or a couple of years could be time a headline you know, rather yeah, than a Dillian White undercard. undercard fight you know and uh, so it's a bit early but I mean I personally think I think Okoli is a bit too green for Chamberlain at this stage really yeah that's because yeah, most a lot of the so-called hardcore boxing fans think that Chamberlain Chamberlain beats Akoli. That's what I'm saying. See, I wouldn't uh, even uh, put uh, myself as that hardcore uh, boxing fan. So I maybe, know, I'm saying Chamberlain beats Akoli. Yeah, that's what so I'm maybe saying. I don't know enough, but I, I, I think Akoli would knock him out. No, I I'll, put, I'll be more confident in Akoli knocking him out. I mean, having Chamberlain fights. Have you seen a lot of Chamberlain fights? Yeah, I've seen a few. I saw the Camacho fight was obviously he had the problems with his arm. Yeah. And I know he's been sparring with the likes of Usyk, and he has been uh, getting a lot of great training. He sparred in. Joshua, he sparred Wilder. Yeah, I know, he's probably sparred up Hayold before, you know. Probably. And and talking of Wadi Camacho's fighting this weekend, fighting yes, uh, Jose Lopez. Yeah. Um, mm. But I, I don't know. I mean, if you go on experience, you've got to go with Chamberlain, haven't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going with. And I just think he's a better all-round fighter, man. Lawrence Okoli still looks very raw. Like he's got a lot to learn. You know, he just he's, looks quite messy. His, I mean, top of re- uh, head, I don't even know. What's his record? He's like three fights, fights, man. Three I was going to say three and oh, too early, he? mate. It's too early. Um, I think he yeah, seen too early. But I, 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 I do disagree. I think that Chamberlain outboxes him for a few rounds. But I think he outboxes him for a few rounds. But I think a Cody gets to him. Um, so, Palm, listen, if you want to give a shout out to everybody about your Instagram and your Twitter handle and Facebook page, you want to say, let, let, just tell everyone a bit about yourself and get your Twitter handle out there? Yeah, guys, um, you can you can find me. This is Palm Guerrero. You can find me on ProBox, respect TKO. Uh, it's Facebook. If you want to add me personally, it's Palm LZ Guerrero. You can find me on my YouTube. Please subscribe to the videos. Um, and, and, you know, feel free. If you want to leave any comments that can help me out, you know, to improve as well, feel free. And just a shout-out to, to the guys here, Tom and uh, and Armin. We've got our sounds guy, um, you know. Big up, you. Kenny. Yeah, big up, big up, Kenny. <laughs> big up, Kenny. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny in the corner silent. Yeah. Uh, Kenny but, G. But, um, <laughs> you know, you, you and Kojo are doing a fantastic job here. Tom, rap, Tom's part of the team rap, there. Yeah, but Tom as well, Raps on TV. So yeah. c- keep going strong, guys. And thank, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you, you. For, uh, for the invite today. Tom, do you just wrap it up with Tintin all our handles and get the music back on? Yeah, it's Raps on TV on Facebook, Raps on TV on Twitter, Raps on TV on Instagram. Anything you want, Raps on TV. Check out the website. We should have some interviews coming soon as well. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Chicken wraps, yeah. Chicken wraps. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.